Fat Boy Show. It's your number one station, RX Radio, playing you so much great music on this beautiful Wednesday morning. It is the seventh day of September 2022, and it happens to be International Beer Lovers Day. Oh, yeah. I know to you it might seem redundant, you who drinks beer every day. It's like, yeah, for you, every day is Beer Lovers Day. <laughs> no, but today is different. Today is about uh, sampling uh, different beers. That's how people celebrate uh, Beer Lovers Day. You probably have your favorite preferred beer. You go to the bar and you say, get me my drink. And the bartender who sees you there every day knows exactly what you're asking for and he brings it to you. Uh, but you see, sometimes you have to try a different one. Every once in a while. Uh, you, why, why should you live and die drinking just one beer? Yet there's many variety of beers and you could uh, very well land on the, your next favorite uh, uh, beer. Uh, and so... On International Beer Lovers Day today, how about you give that a shot? You try a different beer and see if it might uh, work for you. Otherwise, you're listening to the Fat Boy Show here on RX Radio. I hope you're doing great. Uh, today on the show, we're talking about uh, whether or not it is society encouraging men to sire more children while not encouraging them enough to be there for the children. All that matters is that you are a father rather than a dad. Is society responsible for that uh, weird situation we find ourselves in, Sarah? I think so. I think so. I think now we are uh, going away from uh, the initial intent for what a family was supposed to be from the beginning. Having a father and a mother in a home to raise the children because, I mean, that is the best environment that children should be raised in. And uh, society is not uh, castigating men enough for being absent fathers. Yeah, you like... would love that, wouldn't you? <laughs> no, no, no. Castigating men. <laughs> yes, uh, society is not castigating men enough for, you know, not being present fathers. All society expects from a man is just provide. I mean, women take the fathers of their children to court every other day for child support, but they're not suing them for not being present in the child's life. You know, and again, that's also very unfortunate. Mm -hmm. But... Uh, you know, when I get into arguments with people on social media, I was just telling this to Olive. When I get into arguments with people, when mm -hmm. people want to insult me yeah. uh, because I've defeated all their bad arguments. Wow, fat boy. Well, okay. why don't you just shut up anyway? Because you don't even have a kid. They'll say such things to me. <laughs> They'll say, look at you, old man, almost 60 years old. And, uh, you know, you've got uh, nothing uh, in your loins. You're, yeah. You know, you're firing blanks. Like, they will say these things to imply that I'm somehow a failure for not having sired a children. Yeah. To them, it won't matter if I have kids and they're starving somewhere. The fact that I just have not yet produced kids... They render you not to be a man. ...disqualifies me yeah. as a man. Yeah. You see, this is society. Exactly. This has to change. It really has. And, you know, I have a lot more respect for people who take having children very serious. Don't just go out and have children if you're not ready for uh, the responsibility it takes to have a child. It's not enough to just give them the basics, you know, food, water, shelter, and whatever. You get, there's more that goes into raising a child, and I know this from experience. Like, if I had known better, I would have waited to have my child. Waited? I would have waited a little longer. Okay. But I was young, I was in love, and I wanted to have a child with this man. So I had my child out of love, but right. I did not put into consideration all the responsibility that comes with having a child. Because I assumed that we are having a baby, so you must be in love with that idea as well, as much as I was. Oh, so you, you thought. So I thought. But anyway, I think now you figured it out and mm -hmm. you've managed and you're doing very well. 
Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Yay, Sarah. Good for you, my Exactly. Dear. So when I go on to have my next child, I'm going to be a lot more... What's the word? I'm going to... Um, Make better choices. <laughs> ah, all <laughs> right. So is that breaking news? <laughs> there is going to be a next one? Okay. Well, if it happens. Ah. If, if it happens. <laughs> if it happens, I will make better choices. Because the person who you choose as your partner affects everything in your life. Your mental health, how you view love, how you raise your children. So I take that very seriously. And for me, my biggest goal in love, in I mean in, in life, is to have a family and have that family stay a family. Wow. You understand? Such maturity. You are killing us with maturity today, Sarah. What's going so on? People should take having children very seriously. And uh, also women, stop allowing yourself to just have a child with any man and vice versa. Also men should take it very seriously. But what the if, women who they pick to be Sarah, the mothers what if, of their children. What if the man is just too handsome and you want beautiful children, surely? No. It won't kill you to have his child. Because you're going to have children who are going to be traumatized, they're going to grow up but with low self-esteem, they're going to have abandonment issues. You don't need that. There's a meme I saw that shows a woman cradling a baby who looks... And, you know, I know they say old babies are beautiful, but <laughs> I don't think that's exact, always true. So she was cradling a child who looks yeah. like so... You know, a child who just looked miserable. Bambi, poor child. The child looked old, withered... But that's what they look like Ugly. when they're just born. Anyway, so the caption read, mm-hmm. what happens when you choose money instead of looks or something like that? Yeah. Making the point that, yeah, she probably had a child with someone just because like, maybe he was loaded, uh. Uh, which it probably meant he wasn't that good looking. The lesson being that if you want beautiful children, you get them with beautiful people. Many of them have a lot of problems, so I'd rather have my ugly baby and a present father. Okay, if you say so. <laughs> you understand. But let's now find out what's popping. What's popping? So, Sarah, what's popping today? Nyege nyege. <laughs> Wait, I thought nyege nyege is not popping. <laughs> 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 That's it's, what I heard. It's breaking my heart. I don't know why they're always trying to, you know, stop this festival. Well, uh, Honorable Sarah Pendi, and she's the Minister for Mineral Development. I wonder why she's always interfering in affairs that are not even related to her docket as a Minister of, you know, Mineral Affairs. Anyway, Mineral Development, I beg your pardon. Anyway, she went on to raise a concern regarding the upcoming, you know, Nege Nege Festival. And she went on to say that uh, she is afraid that uh, it's going to promote homosexuality among young people. Homosexuality. Homosexuality. I actually have a news bite. Take a listen. Regarding the Nyege Nyege event, and in this Nyege Nyege, she spells it out clearly that it is an event which promotes a lot of immorality. And this immorality is something which is not wanted in our party. So, it was a draw parliament, I had to give my side of the coin, and Parliament has resolved that with all what entails the negative stop. Why should it stop? Because they take underage children, they do a lot of immoral activity there, immoral, immoral activities which are not even worth to be mentioned. Immoral activities. Immoral activities. Has she ever been to a bar anywhere in Kampala? <laughs> I don't even know. You should ever, ask her that question. 
Has she ever been to a house party? Mm-hmm. Has she ever been to a beach bash? Has she ever been to a music concert? Does she like, know what her children are doing? Has she ever been for <laughs> overnight prayers? <laughs> <laughs> it's like immoralities everywhere you exactly. look in Uganda. Mm-hmm. Look at all the girls, the school-going girls that got pregnant during lockdown. Mm-hmm. Well, were they at Nyege Nyege? Were they? It's a question. You know? And uh, so immorality is just deeply entrenched in our cultural societal fabric and to just uh you know single out scapegoat yeah you know to turn Yegedege into a scapegoat sounds awfully convenient mm-hmm. well uh, speak of parliament that is honorable anita mong went on to say she went on to ask the question what are the benefits that we are getting out of the Nyegenyege uh, concert. However, a state minister for tourism, that is Honorable Martin Mugara, went on to say that uh, he tried to defend it and he said it's an opportunity for tourism and he went on to say that uh, over 8,000 tickets had already been sold to foreign tourists who have already booked for the event. Actually, a lot of hotels within Jinja have already been booked out. Really? Yes. And uh, he tried to defend it. And then uh, Minister for Ethics, that is Honorable Akelo Rose Lilly, went on to say that they gave the condition that uh, children below the age of 18 should not attend the festival and nobody should go to the event naked. Who is going <laughs> to this event naked, first of all? Maybe they don't go totally naked, mm-hmm. but they go partially naked. <laughs> Partially covering the vital parts. Yes, she went on to say that no kind of body exposure is allowed. So people should basically well, go in tracksuits, I guess. <laughs> there is a picture that went viral at, during one of the earlier festivals. And it showed a woman who was actually fully clothed. She was wearing a t-shirt and, and, and some pants. However, mm-hmm. I think it had been raining. Mm-hmm. And so let's just say the clothes sort of clung to her body in a way that uh, revealed a lot of nice uh, aspects uh, of her <laughs> chest. Of course, you know that rain comes with uh, coldness. So yeah. it, it, so, it, looked, so. it looked very interesting, <laughs> the whole situation in that area. <laughs> I was like, wow, this, this is such a cool festival. And now they're banning it. I know they're yeah. trying to do it for the second time. Remember in 2018 when the late Father Lokodo tried to also stop it and uh, it didn't happen and the festival went on. And then also Honorable Maurice Kibalia, he said that he's from Busoga region, that is from Jinja. And he went on to say that he has witnessed this Nyege Nyege, that's what he said. And he says it's totally immoral. And he went on to say we can't sacrifice the morals of Ugandans because tickets have been sold. He went on to tell the state minister for tourism to take Nyege Nyege to his district. <laughs> take that immorality to your district. <laughs> but how about this? Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem with Nyege Nyege also. The name uh, has a lot of controversy surrounding it. Is that so? Yeah, apparently its actual meaning is it's a description of sexual arousal to be turned on. Mm-hmm. It means getting horny. Mm-hmm. Nyege Nyege. Even sounds freaky. <laughs> <laughs> it even sounds freaky. Nyege Nyege. <laughs> anyway, so it, it seems like, I mean, implicit in the very definition of the name of the festival yeah. is, you know, freakiness. Yeah. Uh, now, obviously, I feel like it was one of those things where everyone kind of gets it, but then you kind of pretend that it's about something else. And for the most part, over the years, the organizers have tried to downplay, you know, that insinuation that it is specifically going to be a place of sort of debauchery and, and, and immorality. immorality. And but if it comes with it, I don't think it's their fault. Look, all they're saying is, come party, 
And it's up to you to decide what you're going to do when you get there. I mean, these are adults if anyway. You, uh, you're you're not adults. going to go and police and babysit adults. Let and let me, let me understand this. Okay, so there's tents there, right? You sleep there. And of course, if you're coupled with someone, chances are you're going to engage in sexual activity. But how is this different from going to a national park and, mm-hmm. and entering into a tent at the game reserve mm-hmm. after you've viewed the wild animals? And yes. then you also have sex with your, you know, companion. <laughs> when, when you go to Matson Falls National Park or Para Lodge, yeah. Yeah. you don't think the guests there are having sex? <laughs> are they engaging in immorality? I feel like it's the same thing because that's what they do. It's, it's an event venue mm-hmm. and then they also have accommodation. Now, if the guests in those accommodations within the venue choose to have sex, to me, it is no different than a hotel. Exactly. Uh, or your offer, bedroom. Or your, <laughs> at home. Yes. So, um, and, and this is the thing about Nyege Nyege. Not everybody sleeps at the campsite because not everybody is comfortable with, you know, uh, camping or rather sleeping in a tent. Mm-hmm. So, there's first of all, you have to pre book this accommodation because if you go on the day, you're not going to find any accommodation so people start booking accommodation even at the beginning of the year so all the hotels and guest lodges and you know you know resorts within ginger all get booked out because not everybody sleeps at the site of the event so some people party you know during the day and then leave in the evening then come back the next day other people you know come in for the night shift you understand (laughs) you get and they're up until morning some people don't even sleep at all have you ever been for any? I have. Okay. I wasn't there in 2019. Is that how you got the baby? No. My, my <laughs> baby is old. <laughs> all right. All right. So uh, I wonder what's going to happen, though, of course. Mm. Uh, I don't know if they're going to try to talk to the government to change their minds. Yeah. Besides, this so. is not a statement. This is not a government position. This is a parliament saying. Yes. You know, so I don't know, man. Let's wait and see. Let's wait and see. They tried in 2018. So, um, yeah, let's wait and see. I'll be following this uh, absolutely closely. And what else is popping? Well, in a later that was dated on 12th April 2022, the artists did meet with Nobat Mao. The Minister of Justice. Yes, the Minister of Justice. Mm. Yes, anyway, he did meet with uh, the artist's body and he talked to them about a way forward about the music industry. They had concerns about uh, many of the foreign artists that are performing in Uganda and they felt that uh, the government is not supporting them and it's, uh, you know, endangering uh, the culture, you know, creativity of artists in the country. Well, I mean, I'm glad that, uh, you know, they're talking to the government and uh, seeing ways of improving their situation i think that's very much called for and uh, you know i applaud the artists and their representatives it's, mm-hmm. a, good, it's a good thing yes well no but mom uh, promised to support them and uh he said that he's going to handle the whole situation so that there are restrictions on the number of artists that come and perform in uganda he also said that he was going to talk to you know telecom companies because the artists were saying that they're not getting any remunerations from their you know callback uh, tunes okay yeah they say that the telecom companies are not paying them their money so he went on to say that he was going to handle the situation all right. Well, thank you so much, Sarah, for letting us know what's popping. You are listening to the Fat Boy Show on RX Radio. Our next song is from Ayaz. It's called So Big. What's poppin'? What's poppin'? What's poppin'?